Oh, it's effort, isn't it, all this? It is, isn't it? Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 32 of the Creative Coding Podcast with me, Seb Lee Delisle, and I have special guest host today, Val Head, who is a designer, consultant and speaker from Pittsburgh. Welcome, Val. Hi, hello. And I also have special guest, uh, Brendan Dawes. Hello. Hello, Seb. Hello, Val. Nice to be here. You know, Brendan, it's, um, I, I can't believe it's taken this long to get you on the show, really. <laughs> I think I've just been trying to avoid you, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and finally I had to give in. That's very honest. Yeah, well, I've been pestering you for a while, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's very nice to be asked, um... So I do listen to it. I'm not just saying that. I was I was catching up actually this morning to Stacey's and um, the Code Club one. So uh, yeah, they're always good. I was, uh, they're always very funny actually. You and uh, Ian have uh, got a bit of a routine going on. So yeah. I guess we do really. Um, I should explain that Ian's not with us today because he's too busy with a client or something. Oh. Um, That's really nice. I, I, that is. Yeah. Right. Clients. Who has clients anymore? <laughs> Be nice. I still have clients. Actually, I miss him. Like you, you guys, you're going to have to like disagree with me and generally be a pain in the bum. So, <laughs> well, we'll try. Otherwise, there'll be no tension at all. No, and we can just complain a lot or something. Yeah, isn't that usually my job? Complaining. Oh right, sorry, I got them backwards. Yes. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well. Um, Brendan, maybe we could start off today um, by, because I haven't really, I've been sort of keeping a bit of an eye on what you've done, but we haven't really caught up properly for a couple no. of years. I think loads has happened, hasn't it? Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, do you want me to Would fill you, you in? to elaborate on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, done loads yeah, you know, actually. Yeah, it's it. been really busy. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> going to be great, this, isn't it? Um, like, well, this is off to a wonderful start. Yeah, I, this is this is where I work now in this, this like, yeah, my place at home. And um, it's, uh, I work for myself now and it's great. I love it. You know, and I'm not really uh, taking on that much work, to be honest. I've turned quite a bit down. Um, I don't really speak at that many conferences now. Um, mm. I've turned down, like, I think I turned down seven this year. Uh, so far, it's only March. Um, so, and I don't really, <laughs> and I don't really want to. Um, I want, well, I want to make. I want to concentrate on uh, making, you know, getting better. I think making stuff, yeah. getting better. Learn. I'm learning loads of new stuff, mm. uh, which is great. So yeah, that's what I've been mostly up to. And I, I you know, just recently done a, a huge piece of work for a year. Yeah, I saw that. What was that all about? Uh, well, that was fabulous. That was um, they wanted to sort of uh, mark the the moment that they rolled out four G services in in the UK, and uh, they got together with uh, University College London, and they you know who are brilliant and and like proper scientists, <laughs> and then they collected um, a load of data, tweets, Facebook stuff uh, during three dates. So it was the day before, during, and after four G launched they then wanted a way to visualize it and the idea was that i would take all that data and then visualize it and um make something beautiful i guess uh, that was the main thing it wasn't really going to be a piece of like information design which I, I don't think it it is um yeah and uh so i remember when I, so i was playing around with some data when once i got the job um 
you know, they gave me some test data and, you know, I thought, oh, this is cool. I'm just doing it in processing and I'd like, I don't know, very tiny amount of data. And then they gave me like the first amount, like the really, the, the proper stuff and my, my software cracked <laughs> and, you know, it wouldn't read any other stuff and, you know, and, and I thought, oh, now I've really got to, um, you know, I've got to figure this out. Now, what's been good, I think, it's scary and good at the same time is, you know, in the past, you know, when I worked for, with like 20 odd other people, I could turn around and go, uh, can someone help me figure this out? Or, you know, someone who's far <laughs> cleverer than me. Um, but there was no one else. So I had to kind of, you know, um, you had find to do it. some yeah, work. I had to do some work rather than tell someone else to <laughs> what do it. The, I know. Haven't I got people for that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, unfortunately, no, no, I've got Google and Stack Overflow. That's it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I had to figure it out. So, uh, and then we did that and we did 10 different cities and uh, each one was a giant print, 40 inch wide and really tall and uh, and then what happened was that we then had to present them to each city. So we had like civic receptions. It was bizarre. Um, so we'd have like a, a, a civic reception at Sheffield Town Hall where the mayor would come and we would give this print to them. Um, and they're all over. They're all in galleries and art galleries all over the country. Uh, the London one is in Google Campus at Tech Hub. Uh, so if you go to Tech Hub, you'll see it in reception there. Uh, there's one at UCL in London. So yeah, that was that was awesome. That was a, a really fantastic piece of work to do. I had to learn a lot to do it. A lot of fun, a lot of travelling. Uh, yeah, kind of rock and roll at times. Uh, and it, was, it was brilliant. <laughs> was it like a tour? It you was like a tour. tour. At yeah. one point, I was in I was in the back of it. I was being driven because we couldn't get I couldn't get the train early enough because there was no trains. I had to be in Cardiff at like nine o'clock or something. So we had to have we got a driver and a you know blacked out. You know, van and stuff, and that was cool. So yeah, um, it's kind of like a geeky version of of rock and roll. It was you know, there was no fans there or anything like that. But yeah, it was good. It was uh, really really good. So so yeah, that's been uh, and then lots of other stuff. But you know, I'm not trying to. Um, do you not find that people kind of? Um, I don't really want to wear busy as a badge. I don't really want to be busy. I mean, why? Why do we want to be busy? I've never understood it. You know, it's like, I'll watch like five films every week, you know, because I can. Um, and I'm, getting, I'm in a lucky position, but, you know, I don't really, I want to take on a few jobs a year and try and, you know, do them the best that I can. And, and that's it. But, I'd, you know. It's very easy to, to, to fall into that busy trap, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, I, I guess I'm in a slightly similar position to you now, <laughs> where I'm pretty much working yeah. on my own as well. But I've, I'm totally in the busy trap. I've yeah. just got way too much stuff on and it's like I'm having to like be really kind of well it's just all the admin and stuff like that that just falls by the wayside it's like I'm too busy of course I've had these incredibly busy periods yeah. and then the project finishes and I'm like oh no I've got to do all that stuff I've just been putting off all the emails and things <laughs> and those just take hours and hours and and I just can't get motivated to do them because it's like not a real panic yeah yeah or anything yeah. So I'm interested in in hearing about um, this more about your relationship with EE because mm-hmm. I kind of think you know I've done a lot of work for those big corporations before mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. and I think I was probably not famous enough because they would keep telling me what to do and what color it should be and stuff. Right? Did they come to you and ask for like 
make us something awesome or were they like we want this no it was it was the first one it was um you know there was no pitch they just came to me and said they said yeah make us something awesome and i still remember the meeting with um the client um and she just said to me we won't amend anything you do we'll just accept it oh wow and i was like this is this is ace <laughs> i've been waiting 15 years for someone to say that yeah how do you do that <laughs> i'm just not going to work for any of those corporations until i'm famous enough to just go yeah I might do you something and then you'll like it and I'm not changing it, whatever. Yeah. Just deal with it. Well, I just thought, I'd, I think I'd, you know, I think I said at the time, well, I'll just make something black and if you don't get it, then, you know, that's your problem. <laughs> but, um, no, I, black I, you on know, black. really, truthfully, though, I think there is always, you know, people say that and that they were brilliant and really great to work with. Um, but there is always the slight, you know, amend or could we just, you know, tweak that or whatever. Or And there might be some brand thing that I haven't thought of or, you know. Yeah. So there is always there is always the odd change. But I, there wasn't there wasn't much, to be honest. I mean, because I, I had no idea what I was going to make, you know, and how this thing was going to look. And so, mm. uh, you know, it's they were very, I just had to say, trust me, you know. <laughs> Of course, yeah, I'm still waiting to get to that point. at the moment, <laughs> these people approach me and I'll just be like, yeah, I just want loads of money and I'm going to do what I want. And they don't seem to like that for some reason. You have to wait for them to come to you and say, just give us whatever and we won't amend anything. You just, you got to wait for them. They still come question. to me. They're like, we think you're brilliant. We love your work. And I'll be like, well, you've only got three weeks to do this really hard thing. <laughs> I'm going to need some money probably to do that. Yeah. Cut money. everything. The money thing is, you know, is, is, is an interesting, you know, I think the best way to do it is to be very upfront because people avoid talking about money. It's true. And especially if you're, I think if you're a creative person as well, you actually, most of the time you just want to please people. Oh, what? Someone wants to make, wants me to make something <laughs> for them. Oh, well, you know, just have it for free because that's a really lovely thing to do. Yeah. But this is a, it's a business and, you know, and, and I'm very upfront now. I had to learn how to do it. But I would say it's this much, you know, and, and no dilly dallying. Sorry, it's an English phrase. You know, no, no messing about. No, oh, it might be this much. Or, you know, you say it is this much. Yeah, and, yeah. and actually, I find yeah. people respect that and love that because there's no, there's no grey area, right? We knew what it was going to cost and it's this. Yeah. And, and everyone's much happier, I find. So, but it took a while to get over that. Maybe it's an English thing, but we're still... I think um, it is. very common to just not want to talk <laughs> yeah. about money. Yeah. Oh, is it like that yeah. in America, Val? No, well, everyone's uncomfortable about talking about money, yeah. right? Like, you talk to your... I liked how you asked me if it was American, by the way. That was nice. Um, Maybe, <laughs> we should just make it clear that Val isn't American. She's Canadian. But be, be, be yeah, honest, yeah. you live no, and work in America. Okay. But I think everyone's uncomfortable about the money conversation, except for very certain clients, you know, but for the most part, everyone is. So they're just as freaked out about it as you are. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, let's just not mention it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then it gets weird when someone's like, oh, crap, we're out of money. Or we found out how much it cost and yeah. darn. So <laughs> being more, it's hard, but it's better yeah mm. oh, it absolutely is brendan you've come from through like a couple of companies i think haven't you really in the last few years yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's really interesting you know we've had this chat before because mm. i think we've sort of been through a, yeah. a lot of similar things but since yeah. then there's been beep industries right? yeah and all this hardware stuff yeah. that you've yeah, made yeah. ultimately what did that kind of 
well, it stopped, right? So what, what was the story there? It ran out of money. <laughs> you know, um, I, mean, I think Beat was really interested and very proud of, of what, we, what we did there. Um, yeah, so for, for people who don't know Beat, you made a few little fun Yeah, um, I've got, um, I'm just products. looking if I've got any on the shelf around me. Uh, I'm gone. Let me just go in the <laughs> I've got some actually. Hang on. I know. Yeah, I know so I have one, one somewhere. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to look for my one. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'll I've got one. This look. is the office searching yeah. portion of the there podcast. So this is going to yeah. be really good on the audio yeah, version, isn't it? <laughs> if you could see that on the audio, it's fantastic. And we didn't even bother to describe it. So <laughs> I did this thing called Movie Peg, which was. Um, it's an iPhone stand, which is, you know, no moving parts. It's a piece of uh, oh, plastic. I can see it. I can see it. Um, oh, Seb's going to get one. Yeah, uh, I can't find mine. Everyone's disappeared off screen just talking to himself. <laughs> so, so there was that. Oh, you have one. There you go. Seb's, Seb's got it. So, so there was that. And then, um, and then we did a Kickstarter campaign. There was four people in the company. Nice. And you're doing the live demo of it yeah. as well. <laughs> There's four people in the company at the time. Um, and we did, launched this thing on Kickstarter called Red Pop and then became Popper, uh, which Seb is modelling. Um, and the idea of that was a, a button for your iPhone. And uh, we got double the funding. You know, at the time we wanted 20, 20 grand and we got 48 and stuff. So... And then everyone, and then just before it was, you know, I went then to China and, um, you know, uh, oversaw the production of it and all that. So that was a new experience. Um, they had like snakes in jars to eat. It was amazing. Um, so, so that was all cool. And then, um, and then I got back and everyone else in Beep decided that they didn't want to work with me anymore. Uh, and they all left. Uh, and then it was up to me to, um, well, I had a choice then. Popper still hadn't shipped. And um, uh, I had a choice whether to try and continue the company or, you know, just call it a day. And I had put, like, so much work into this thing and it was a very personal product. Um, so I decided to give it a go. Looking back, I was freaking insane to try and do that. But so it was, you know, Beep, Beep was now one person with a, a sort of PA. Um, and we launched it, and uh, it did really well for a while, and oh, had a great Christmas, and uh, you know, and then, but eventually, and I tell you the best bit. See, no one knows this because I've I've never spoke about it. The day I, I so I took over the company, and there's a whole load of legal shit, um, and then, and then the day after I took over the company, um, I went out for a sandwich, and I came back. And my PA said, uh, oh, Bren, we've had a phone call from a guy at Polaroid. I went, right. And he, I said, did you get his number? He said, no. And he said he'd ring back, but he wants to know if um, you'd be interested in, in Popper being a Polaroid product. So I was like, Jesus Christ, this is it. You know, it's, I thought this was amazing. And uh, But I didn't have this guy's phone number. You know, the guy I was working with didn't think to actually get the phone number, you know. Um, luckily, he rang back that day, and um, so yeah, it's it. We said, oh, you know, uh, send the product out to us. So we sent. I sent the product to him. They then he then had meetings with the Polaroid people, who are basically, you know, they just license products now. That's pretty much what they do. 
So, and this was taking months. And then what happened was I went to Alaska uh, for someone who hates the snow and the cold. <laughs> not a good place to go. So I asked to do a lecture tour uh, in Alaska. And I'm there in Alaska. And, uh, you know, the business is kind of like, it needs more money. I've kind of ran out of money. I put all my personal money into it. And I'm in this horrible hotel room because there's, there's no decent hotels in Alaska. They're all like Marriott's or whatever. And, you know, and this hotel room is, is a giant hotel room, but it's horrible. So I'm there and it's like, I'm just I'm thinking about closing the business. Um, and it was just depressing, you know. I'm in, the, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I was in Fairbanks, minus 16 outside, on my own in a hotel room. Business is failing. Um, and, I, you know, it was bad. And then, so anyway, and then at JFK Airport... And, uh, and I swear to God, I'm not making any of this up. So I just checked my email, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, it'll be all right, you know, just have to close the business when I get back. And then I get this email from this guy at Polaroid saying, we showed it to Polaroid guys and they were, and he literally put jumping up and down, right? And then he put, <laughs> in a good way, and then he put, the future's going to be bright for both of us. We'll sign contracts next week. So I'm thinking, oh, right, this is amazing, right? So, you know, one day I'm thinking of closing the business. Next day, you know, Polaroid are going to make me rich or whatever. So, you know what happened next? They went bust, right? No, they, they no. never contacted me again, ever. Oh. Literally. No. They, literally, oh. they never... Uh, the last email I had was, we're going to sign contracts, we think it's amazing. Never heard from them again. Tried contacting them, emailing them, ringing them. Uh, yeah, so then it was, you know, I, I closed the business in May and I've just had enough. I was tired. I was, you know, it was, uh, it wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. And it was... You, you know, uh, what we call that is uh, is doing a Disney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've heard of that. How many of my friends and companies yeah. have been approached by Disney before? Yeah. It's happened to me at least right. two or three times. I'm sure I'm going to get sued for this. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. This is what they do. They'll send, they'll contact you. They'll give you a call and they'll be like, we want you to work on this project. It's really, really urgent. Yeah, there's yeah. loads of money. We, we'll send you this NDA. So you need to fax them back. Yeah. You know, fax? Like we're <laughs> trying to find a fax machine. <laughs> sending, <laughs> sending these pages and pages of lawyers. Stuff, and then just nothing. No. And then it, like nothing happens. It's bizarre, yeah. They did a Disney on you. I guess you learn a lot from these kind of things. You know, it's uh, nothing signed, signed until it's signed. You know, nothing's certain mm. until you've got that document. Um, it's just all talk. It's all talk. Is this at, just how like places like Polaroid and Disney work? They're so big. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, we want stuff. Oh, no, never yeah. mind. Well, yeah, someone, Kidding. someone can change their mind, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's it, and the deal's off, and I guess that's what's happened. So, so yeah, I, I got out, mm. and now I'm, I'm now I'm super happy doing um, all sorts of stuff, you know. So. Yeah. Val, has anyone said anything yet? Not that I can see. Everyone's, like, um, retweeting it, but I have a question. Yeah. Do you? Does that count? <laughs> um, I know last week, Brendan, you were down in um, Cincinnati I doing was. an installation there. And I was wondering if you could tell us about that installation. I'm kind of curious about it. Yeah, sure. It's, um, so I'm speaking it off for the first time in uh, Barcelona mm. in, in June. And uh, Hector, who runs off, uh, he also does like an off tour in various cities. And so Cincinnati was coming up. And he, he saw, I think this is right, this is an important point. 
And it's why you should always publish, even half-arsed ideas, <laughs> publish them, because you don't know what's going to happen with them. So I, I did this little prototype where um, I've, I've got to get him and go in my drawer, so I'll just grab. Right. <laughs> so th- this thing is um, called an electric imp. Um, oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen those. Yeah. They're, they're like little SD cards, cards that yeah. connect to Connects. Wi-Fis, right? Yeah. And they're really cheap. They're really cheap. There's, well, they're 20 quid, and that board is like 12 quid, and it's like a mini Arduino. And you can do a lot that you can do with Arduino just with that board. So anyway, uh, I've been beta testing this for the guys in San Francisco, and, and it's awesome. So I did this little thing that was a button that you press, and it, and it kind of marks the now. So it goes out on the internet and finds out. I've always been fascinated by um, the context of what's happening you know, and it like what's happening around the rest of the world while we're doing we're, we're talking rubbish here. What's happening around the rest of the world? No offense, but um, so there's going to be something better than this. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was fascinated by that idea. So I built this button that you press, and it, it marks that moment in time, and and it it gets like the news, the weather, and and then you know, and it and it. The current version, the first version, just put it out on Twitter. So Hector saw this and said, I really like this idea, and I'm doing um, part of the Off Cincinnati. We're also doing a, an exhibition at the Contemporary Arts Centre, and would you like to uh, develop that and do it as a, an exhibition piece? So I obviously said, yeah. And so in the end, what we did, is I've been messing with like little receipt printers and stuff. Um, so I did this thing where... Uh, I, I wish I hadn't done it in conductive paint now because it was a bit of a pain in the ass. But uh, you had like a big, I painted like a big dot on the wall. And when you touched the dot, there was a, like a printer, this tiny printer in a box. And it, it went out on the internet and it, it printed a receipt of that moment in time. So it said, you were in the Contemporary Arts Centre in Cincinnati. The, there's grey clouds drifting overhead. Um, in the local news, this happened. Elsewhere in the world, this was happening. So the other day it was all about the Pope, um, and then it and, it and then it grabs the, you know a tweet that, with a hashtag that's relevant for the place, uh, and that was it. So it prints this stuff out, and uh, so that's what I was installing last week. And uh, now there was something I did learn. So I had all these prototypes before I left, and I, I did it on a piece of cardboard, the actual conductive ink. I've used conductive ink before as Ace, and it was tiny, you know, and you touch the you know the ink, and it triggers the thing, and it and it does it does its stuff. Well, what I because I'm learning as I'm going, you know. Um, so I get to the venue and I draw draw this giant. They're all on Flickr these pictures. I draw this giant bloody dot, and I've, and it's just going mental. It's like constantly printing and like it's being touched <laughs> all the time. So I thought, no problem. I'll just adjust the threshold. It's not a problem. So. Well, that didn't help. So I, I ended up emailing Matt Johnson, who makes the uh, conductive paint, bare paint. Um, you should check those guys out there in London. And um, I said, Matt, it's I'm like going crazy. I've got this big area. And he, he emailed me back and said, yeah, big areas don't really work because res- <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it alters the resistance, you know, because it has to charge. The electricity charge the, charges the, the pad. And that takes longer and it alters the resistance and therefore... And so he said, what you have to do is, like, you know, turn it into strips. I was like, well, I can't really do that now. It's a bit too late. So 
<laughs> you just got to make that shit work. So we, we actually cut out a hand. We, so we isolated a hand within the circle, <laughs> and that's what we used. But, yeah, there was a lot of swearing. And I had, I even made a prototype while I was in Cincinnati. I made a prototype on another piece of cardboard, and it just said, fucking work. <laughs> and that, that was a prototype. Just to prove it did actually work, but anyway. Oh, well, I'm going to have fun editing this one because sorry. The- the iTunes subscription is uh, oh, really? it's a safe podcast. It's oh, fine. I can just I can get rid of all the filthy yeah. cursing. You gotta mention it at the beginning. There wasn't much. I should have mentioned it. I always forget to mention yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry. You just anyway, Ian's got some questions, hasn't he? Oh, Val? he does. I have some questions from Ian since I'm playing the part of Ian okay. today. Go on. <laughs> um he he wanted to ask about um what technology do you think people getting started in creative coding should start out with? Like, where should they start if they want to get into this making cool stuff with code business? That's a hard question. Yeah, they're not easy questions. <laughs> mm, what well, technology or software? <laughs> yeah, I think I think either or. Okay. I think he means like what platforms, right? Or okay. language. I mean language, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows what he means? It's I a know. Okay. Well, <laughs> this is why you gave me the questions, isn't it? <laughs> He's an, enig- an enigma. <laughs> I I love I still love processing because or, or processing if you're in the states processing um, I still <laughs> love it because um, <laughs> because um, I just love it because it's it's dead simple to yeah you know, open frameworks is cool but I I've just had so much hassle setting up open frameworks in the past. Um, with Xcode, because half of that stuff is voodoo. Um, it really with is. processing, so I just like it, because you open it up and you start start making stuff. Um, so I love that. Uh, that I think that's a... a and, then, you know, let's face it, it was made to try and help um, creative people code and stuff like that. And I think, it, and I think it's grown to such an extent now that it's, um, it's really powerful. Um, and I, yeah. I use that for the EE work. You know, because you can export PDFs and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. So that's good. So what other question did Ian have? We've literally just got like two minutes left. <clears throat> well, the remaining one is, and I'm not sure I can even translate this one, but he says, and where does he see everything going? <laughs> How's that oh. for open-ended? <laughs> where do you see everything going? I had someone on Twitter as well saying, "Okay, um, re- Brendan's interest in the now. This is from Laurie Cape. Do you guys have any thoughts on Vine and specifically VinePeak.com? Have you seen that? Vine Peak? Oh, what's Vine Peak? I haven't it just seen shows Vine Peak. all the latest vines oh, coming yeah. through. Yeah, it's you know. It's kind of like hypnotic. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. It's kind of fascinating to see what people are up to, I guess. It uh, reminds me of that YouTube film, you know, in a way. Um, yeah. the, the one that's like a whole day. Yeah, Ridley Scott had something to do with it or whatever it was. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, Vine's interesting. Where do I see it going? Um... <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I think we're so, yeah. I was thinking the other day, right? I'm, I'm here and like over there is my maker bot. You know, I've got electric imp, so I can connect my bloody toaster to the internet if I wanted to. Um, <laughs> I've got you know, there's a leap motion there, you know, so I can wave my hands in there and and make so basically stuff. Basically, what you're saying is that you're part cyborg. Well, yeah, you have all the well, cool toys. Well, <laughs> the point is, I, I sit here and I go, now what? Yeah, we've got all this amazing like it, this this stuff is like science fiction but it's not science fiction anymore and so i question you know what what are we using it for and why why i, I just don't half the time i'm, I'm sat here and I've, i'd rather read a book and yet i'm surrounded by all this make cool shit. 
cool stuff, I mean. And, um, you know, so... <laughs> Good save. <laughs> I think, and I think... You're like the Sean Ryder yeah, of sorry. creative coding, aren't you? Just so, like... <laughs> so I think a lot of it, we have to ask ourselves, does anyone even need this stuff? Because I've been playing Leap Motion's cool. I think it's under mate, you know, really cool. I still haven't made anything that I think is decent or useful. Or and then my arms ache. You know, I don't want. I don't want to write an email like this. You know, Seb, I'm just emailing you, mate. You know, who's gonna do that? Google Glass. Let's face it. It's. It, I think Ian mentioned it the other week. It's just. It's Segway. It's Segway all over yeah. again. And I think. Yeah. You know. And the other thing is, you know, and I think you mentioned this, Seb, when I was listening, listening to you, was, you know, when you do this, that's a visual cue to go, I'm on the phone. You know, yeah. imagine we're talking now and I'm going, I'm actually, oh, yeah, I'm actually Googling. What are we <laughs> saying? News. It's, it's just rude. It's, you know, and what, what fascinates me is they, they've tried to make this to make it more, you know, they were saying, oh, it's to make people more human. So you're actually augmenting people, technology? I don't, I don't get it. So I think with all this stuff, we need to question where it's all, you know, at the end of the day, we don't, I, I, what Google Glass scares me because I think it makes us more like machines and I think we need to be more like human mm-hmm. beings, not machines. And I think so much of the stuff I see makes us more, seems to want to make us more efficient. Get things done, oh, yeah. for God's sake. You know, I don't want to get things done. I, you know, the programme last night on Horizon was all about creativity is the better people are people who aren't organised. So, you know, all that GTD stuff, forget it. You know, do not do not use that stuff. You know, if you want to make stuff and be creative, forget all that organising list rubbish. Anyway, the end. That's good. I feel a lot better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Okay. It's totally unreliable. Ended with a rip. And that's a good thing. Be unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we're, we're oh, totally goodness. out of time now. Um, so better wrap up. Um, we'll have to get you back on, Brendan. There's loads more I want to talk yeah, to you about. Yeah, I'd love to. And thanks, Val, for stepping in for Ian. Although, Anytime. to be honest, you were much, much too charming and pleasant. You weren't. Thanks, Val. Sorry, I'll, I'll listen to some back episodes. I'll try harder to be angry. I'm sorry. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. And I'll see you all next time on the Creative Coding Podcast. Oh, we've got, hang on. I should tell you about this because we've actually booked someone in. Who can be better than We have Jared Ficklin from Frog Design on the show. And again, we'll be broadcasting live 3 pm next Friday. Oh, will he do live fire? Hmm? He should do live fire. He should do live fire. Get him to burn something while he's on the podcast. Definitely need him to burn something. (laughs) I will talk to him. That would be good. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Bye. just got one question. Oh, did we? <laughs> really? Good timing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs>